Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, everyone. If you got questions, please send it to shindelunger at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-I-N-D-E-L-U-N-G-E-R at gmail. Or if you're recording it, please make sure to speak clearly. Questions that are texted can be overlooked. Please do not text questions. The phone number is for signing up to the program. To sign up, please call 646-498-6696. First question. It's trendy to do fasting such as intermittent fasting. What do you say to it? Also, about fruits in the morning. Is it that beneficial? What about the amount of fruits? Right. So firstly, about intermittent fasting, it is very recommended indeed. Anyone who's careful not to eat at night, close to bedtime, is already doing some form of intermittent fasting. Eating fruits in the morning on an empty stomach is also considered like you're fasting because of the cleansing effects of fruit. You asked about the amount of fruits. My program is not about amount as much as it focuses on eating natural, highly digestible food. Don't get stuck on the amount. Intermittent fasting is more effective for weight loss than restricting your fruit intake would be. Question, if my monthly cycle is delayed, can it be food-related? So this podcast is specifically for weight loss, but I will say the old saying, let food be the medicine and medicine be the food. Eating right is good for every aspect of your health. Question, what do you say to eating regular healthy meals and snacks? If I'm feeling fine, is it necessary to make changes? All right, so to answer your question, firstly, what do you mean by healthy, healthy meals and snacks? And what do you mean by feeling fine? Both of these words, healthy and fine, have lots of levels. If anything discussed on this podcast resonates with you, then I suggest why not give it a try? See for yourself if any changes will improve your quality of life. What I mean is there's always room for improvement. Question. I know that nutritionists do not recommend using a scale every day, and you mentioned it too. I find when I weigh myself in the morning, it helps me make better choices and shape up when I see a little game before things get out of control. Why do you say it's not good to do? Good question. So... Firstly, it's hard to be so attached to the scale and use it daily, and at the same time, not let it determine your self-worth. Our daily weight fluctuates from day to day for countless reasons, and it makes no sense for you to get discouraged by it. It's very often not related to food choices. Letting your daily weight determine whether you're quote-unquote good or bad is self-sabotaging. Don't get stuck over the weekly weight and definitely not the daily weight. What really matters is what happens over the month. I've said this in the past, and I can't stress it enough. It's the monthly weight that counts. Every month, look back and check what did I weigh four weeks ago. It's a much better tracking system than weekly and definitely better than daily. You say that weighing yourself every day keeps you in check, but the real question is, are you losing weight over the month? If not, then the daily weighing is apparently ineffective. Even if you're super good on the program, there will still be all kind of weeks, but as long as you lose over the month, you're doing good. It's definitely a lot more effective than tracking daily weight. Going on the scale every day is... What can I say? A really poor way of tracking your weight and your progress. The more successful clients are the ones who don't use the scale daily. I would call it a bad habit to weigh yourself every day. If I'd ask you to describe a successful weekly weight loss journey, what would you say? I believe most of us would imagine that to look like the weight going down, 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 and down each and every week. Now, let's see how realistic that is. Suppose you have a week-long simcha, and then it shouldn't happen to you, but let's say someone after the simcha catches a virus, and doesn't feel well for 10 days. Can we, expect after the sim- af- can we expect consistent weight loss for her during this time? Obviously not. What's left for her to do? What's the other option? We like to believe that the other option is just not doing a program and just maintaining weight. 
Well, here's a reality check. The other choice when you drop a weight loss program is to choose to gain weight. There's no in between. An ideal weight loss journey looks like this. Lose, maintain, lose, maintain. And that's the way you eventually reach your goal, weight. If you throw the program out the window, what you get is lose gain, lose a little gain more, lose a little gain even more. And this is the way you gain a few pounds every year, even though you think that you're, quote unquote, really trying to eat right. We can realistically only lose weight on very routine weeks, but routine weeks happen only half the time. The other half of the year is full of very good reasons not to lose weight. Make your goal at least not to gain, and then you can continue losing on routine weeks. The goal is not the outcome, the goal is the input. The more you focus on the input, the more you can enjoy the outcomes. Weight is not black and white. There's so much that goes on in our body that affects our weight, and it's so important to appreciate and realize that. Weight is made up of different elements, many different elements. You're doing the best thing for yourself when you eat food that's easily digested and wholesome. When you make this your goal, then your weight loss happens on its own. Your motivation or discouragement cannot in any way be connected to the scale. It's all about good self-care. That's the motivation. Everyone feels better and performs better when they eat better. When you do it in order to live your best life, then you'll be very pleased with the results, including the scale. Being hyper-focused on the scale is completely contrary to this. The scale should be a by-the-way factor that's used not more than once a week. Change the questions you ask yourself. Instead of saying, why is this not working? Say, how can I be more successful? With this frame of mind, you're much more forward-thinking. Don't wallow in the past. Take responsibility. Own your story and choose your future. Practice saying, yes, I can. If you're thinking, I'm hungry, I'm craving, forget it, I can't do this, answer back to that negative script. Be a little fresh, like, oh, yes, I can do this. Use some mean words, like, get lost. Your ideas are no use of me. for me. That negative script does not need to be your identity. And by the way, feeling hungry is not dangerous. We're so spoiled in today's generation. We think we must eat if we're feeling hungry. As long as you ate a proper amount of food that day and you're not underweight, hunger is not dangerous and does not need to be addressed. Another point about feelings of hunger is oftentimes it's not even food-related. We're so obsessed with food as if it's a solution to every problem. Take your mind off food and get creative and find other solutions to feelings of hunger. And remember, obesity is not a lack of motivation or control. Don't blame yourself. If you're looking to blame, you can say it's the wrong advice we get. That's the blame. Obesity is all about hormones. Hormone imbalance or sugar imbalance, whichever you choose to say, makes you feel hungry, cravings, tired, etc. When you're having these feelings, tell yourself, I'd better take charge of my hormones rather than saying, oh, it's just so hard to lose weight. If your main motivation is looks and clothing, realize that it goes so much deeper. Your hormones need to readjust when you withdraw from highly processed food. And after you make that adjustment, you'll feel better than ever with the help of Hashem. It's worth every bit of effort. Most Americans have elevated blood sugar level for years before they get a doctor's warning about it. Elevated sugar levels is damaging on every level. Unfortunately, for most people, diabetes becomes a progressive disease that only gets worse with time and requires increased medication. But don't let that become your story. Get in touch with your sugar levels, even if you can't see it because you definitely do feel it. Your first thought may be, well, if sugar is high, let's go low carb. The question is, what does low carb mean? Of course, you know that pasta is high carb. You know what else is high carb? Just about all catered or commercially produced food. Consider them all high carb. Before you limit eating fruits and whole grains, first cut out commercial food. I can't stress this enough. 
I see this mistake over and over again. Clients will share with me how restrictive they are. They never touch bread or carbs, yet their sugar seems to be out of control. And in many cases, the problem is simply catered food, eating at simchas, eating takeout. Even if it's just protein and vegetables, if you're older than 35, check those sugar levels and keep away from commercial food like you're allergic to it. Did you know that breaded chicken is a bigger contributor to obesity in the United States than pizza is? I've said this in the past, but it's good enough to repeat. Who would guess that? Of course, pizza is off limits, but a little breading on chicken cutlets or on the cauliflower or in the eggplant parmesan or whatever other quote-unquote healthy food that's breaded, how bad can that be? In fact, it's a bigger contributor to weight gain than pizza is. So you see for yourself how confusing it can be to make proper food choices. For this reason, make yourself a goal to eat natural. Do this for yourself. Do this for your health. Do it for your loved ones. You deserve to feel and look your very best. It's not, is this not a better entitlement than deserving a piece of cake? Don't exchange your health for that. Appreciate and take care of yourself. Good luck and keep going. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7 and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.